Jesse Allen here at the Farm Progress Show in Boone, Iowa, talking now with Mark Storr, tech service rep for BASF here in Iowa. And Mark, great to catch up with you, sir. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Beautiful day for a farm show. It is a fantastic day for a farm show. It's been beautiful weather here all week long so far in Boone. And nice to be back here on the grounds in central Iowa after a couple of years. Mark, let's uh, let's talk a little bit just about this 2022 growing season so far. I think we, we know a bit of the story here as we're nearing harvest time. A lot of the case of haves and have-nots when it comes to conditions of the quartered soybean crop across the country. Yeah, you pretty much described it to a T. Uh, the western Corn Belt, obviously extremely dry. That extends into western Iowa. we got some areas of the state there that will probably grow the lousiest crop that they've grown in maybe their whole lifetime. And then contrasting that in northeast Iowa, and I know parts of Illinois look pretty darn good too, where they got a little more rain. Uh, I don't know if anybody's predicting pump, bumper yields, but uh, they're going to be very exceptional yields in some of those areas. So it's really just depends. I, I pulled a drought monitor up a, a week ago. And just for example, if you look back three months ago, I want to say that two thirds of the state of Iowa, as of a week ago, was under any some type of moderate drought to extreme drought or abnormally dry to extreme drought two-thirds of the whole state you know that's that's a huge geographical area and that geographical area has actually doubled in size since three months ago so if you think about what we were doing three months ago we were getting our crop established so in many ways our crop has been dealing with some type of stress probably more than likely in a big chunk of Iowa for the whole time it's been out there Sure. Very, very true. What about looking disease pressure, weed pressure, insects, etc.? I know some pockets, various uh, issues out there. I haven't heard of maybe necessarily a ton of widespread stuff outside of maybe tar spot. I know that's a big thing in the news right now. Yeah, I think the last I looked were at 37 counties in uh, 2022 that have been identified and it's actually been in all Iowa counties in past years so nobody's immune from this new disease Uh, I think this is the first year that we're actually good to see as far west as it's come where it's going to cause some type of yield decrease uh, because it's gotten significant enough in some of these hot spots. Uh, I'm talking Franklin County, northern, northern Iowa, and they happen to catch some mid-season rains, and for whatever reason, tar spot has taken off. So uh, we're still learning about it. We have excellent chemistry for that. Veltima, Revitec, Headline Amp are all the best-in-class performers on that disease. So we're very happy about having great products. We're learning to manage the timing. You know, this year... The first tar spots for uh, our field was reported in central Iowa on June 30. Well, that's ridiculously early. So we actually had some people make early applications this year, and I think they're gonna that'll be paying dividends for them. So historically, we've kind of zeroed in on that R1 or VT timing, you know, uh, and now we're saying maybe a week before that probably is maybe a better timing for a disease like tar spot. So. We'll wait and see how the yield data shakes out, but from what I've evaluated in some of our trials, those early applications are looking really good right now. Well, you mentioned uh, a little bit on the product side there as well, and as we're thinking about 2023 and the growing season that's going to be coming up, what are some other uh, different products from the BASF lineup that you're excited about that growers really need to pay attention to when it comes to fighting some of these different yield-robbing pests, diseases, weeds, etc.? Right, and we have an extensive portfolio, and I'll start with uh, soybean herbicide, the class leader, 
uh, more acres of soybeans are treated with Zidua Pro than any other pre in the market. And there's a reason for that. It, it works. It's a solid uh, chemistry, multiple modes of action, really gets you off to a good start. And then we have to obviously focus on Liberty from a post standpoint. It fits all types of uh, soybean trait platforms. So it has immense flexibility. It can go out with glyphosate. It can go out with the 2,4-Ds. It can go out with dicamba. So depending on whatever trait platform you're operating out of, Liberty probably has a fit. And so that is our number one growing brand. Ingenia, don't look past. It's still the broadleaf machine to control uh, over 200 broadleaf weeds in soybeans. So uh, for your extend soybeans, it works uh, as a great tool. And we always tell people, we preach, you know, use that pre-herbicide down at planting and come back with that post-trip. And don't forget, you know, not only just do it timely, but consider adding a residual product like Outlook or Zidua to that to carry you through the rest of the season. And corn, we rely on Verdict, Armazon Pro, and Status as our big uh, broadleaf weed killing machine. And those are all stellar standout products in the marketplace. Uh, I always remind people the fall is a good time to look at your weed control or weed management program from the combine seat. Farmers are the best at identifying those areas within their fields that they struggle with. And I think in today's market or supply, I should maybe say it that way, it's going to be important to know what you want and and uh, make plans around what you need so that you can get those products on the farm. Fantastic. Well, Mark, I appreciate a few minutes of your time. Any other final thoughts? Anything we haven't mentioned here today? Well, I would just say one thing. I do this tar spot thing and the disease. Uh, don't forget if you've you know suffered any type of foliar disease, and it's not just tar spot, northern corn leaf blight or gray leaf spot, anything that you might have. There's a really high correlation between foliar disease and stalk disease. And so we think about the anthracnosis of the world and various types of stalk rot. Don't let the corn fall down on you in November when the wind blows. Make sure we're making, you know, going out and doing those pinch tests to make sure that if we need to take a field early with the combine, we need to do it because otherwise it's going to be potentially go down on you and then pretty expensive corn to be having while fall on the ground for their deer to feed. Yeah, 100% true, 100% true with that. Mark Store with BASF. Thanks for joining me here at the Farm Progress Show in Boone. I appreciate a few minutes of your time and look forward to talking again soon. Hey, I appreciate it, Jesse. Enjoy the show.